0: Hey, Babblers, it's your girl, Lucy. Welcome back to another episode of Bar Babble, the virtual bar where we talk about shit that we normally don't talk about at the bar. Anything from business, branding, and anything brainy. What is your drink of choice for today's Babble? All cocktails and mocktails are welcome. If you're brand new to the Bar Babble community... Welcome. And over here at this community in this virtual bar, we talk about anything nerdy. So with today's title of the episode, if this is something that you're nerdy about or something that you're like, damn, it really resonates with me, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so that we can keep in touch. It's been a few weeks, y'all, since we had a podcast episode. I've missed y'all. Did you miss me? Um, If you listened to the last episode, if you're all caught up with this season, of the Bar Babbel Podcast Season 6, then you might have listened, or if you, even if you're following me on social media, you know that I basically am giving control to the listeners as to what we're going to babble about for the upcoming episode. So I kind of wanted to kind of give you... Guys, space and time, I know that, you know, people don't normally listen to podcasts every single week, unless you're just like me, where I tend to listen to at least one podcast or two podcasts per week while I'm either cleaning or, you know, walking or, you know, getting ready for the day. So that's just something that I like to do. And so... I kind of wanted to set it up where it's not like, oh, like, what is she going to be talking about? I wanted it to be a community thing where you're excited about something or there's something on your mind as a collective, whether it's like, damn, Lucy... I'm going through something or I'm going through a breakup or I lost my job or it seems like I'm stuck or I need to pivot or I'm excited about the next phase of my life. You know, I want to kind of talk about what you guys are nerdy and excited and horny about. Um, I just want to basically make sure that it's kind of like, meeting up with your gal pals and you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to share this story with my friend or I can't wait to share, you know, this new venture that I thought about, you know, but obviously at the bar, we don't normally talk about these deeper internal issues, whether it's about healing our childhood wounds or expectations or what's, you know, the imposter syndrome or even just these things that are limiting us from you know, furthering our advancement in our career, in our business, or even in our relationships. So I wanted to give you guys time to really kind of just get back to me. Um, I did put kind of like a voting segment on Spotify that I think that it's already expired. But there actually were two topics that really resonated with the collective on Instagram. And so today's babble it's going to be one of them. So as you can see with the title of today's episode, the whole intent, the goal, the common theme is about expectations. And if y'all's y'all like that, if you voted for that on Instagram, on the stories, thank you so much for, you know, Sending me that recommendation or you know that topic request because you know, the more that I know about what you guys want, the more that I can produce content and the more that we can really engage as a community. Um, this that's the power of social media is to basically be social. It's a medium for for to collect to connect and to just create a community. So um, if this is a topic that you're nerdy about, grab your green juices, y'all. Pour it in a glass of a fancy champagne and f- a fancy champagne flute or a wine glass let's kind of like be a little bit extra today maybe get cozy or you know spritz a little bit of perfume let's kind of get comfortable and let's talk about how your expectations may actually be hindering you and limiting you from the life that you know is meant for you or even like your wildest dreams or even goals that you never thought of, of or about so let's kind of like dive into it if you are a goal getter if you're an overachiever a workaholic my boss ladies who are obsessed with the goal setting the vision board you know making who you know have their five-year plan who have all of basically their shit together when it comes to setting goals and maybe you had an ex-boyfriend that told you honey you cannot make it and you've been feeling kind of like, okay, I I am setting the bar for myself, but you're feeling a little bit stuck as to how come I'm putting so much effort, and I, I feel like I'm going against against the grain, and I expect so much for myself because I know my potential, I know that I'm a badass bitch, I know that I'm smart, I know that I'm capable, that I'm worth, you know, my paycheck. But it's it I feel unfulfilled. So cu- let's kind of dive a little bit deeper today. With our babble, so let's head into it. So, during the Lent season, I've been reading this book called Conversations with God. Um, I stumbled that upon that book from an influencer on social media, and she was like posting different like, um, I guess like pages from the book, and I didn't realize that it, it the book was kind of like like the, when she was posting all of these different posts, it, it kind of like resonated in, in terms of like manifestation and law of attraction, all of that. So I was kind of confused. I was like, did I get the wrong book? Like, what is this? So the whole book is basically about this man who is basically down in the dumps and he has this conversation with God and he basically is calling out to God and he's just like, um, yo God, like, where are you? Um, Why am I broke all the time? Why am I always struggling? Like if we're meant to have X, Y, and Z, if there is a God, why are the bad things happening? Why is there war? Why is there famine? Why is there this? And why is all of these bad things happening? Like, where are you? And he had this basically, this moment where he was just journaling and God was communicating to him in a journal. And the book is basically reading almost like this diary of this back and forth conversation between him and God with a lot of the questions that a, a human being would ask like, Hey God, like if you're there, why is there war? why is there famine why do people like good people suffer um what what is the Ten command like what are these things and it was a really interesting like book to to read if you want to have a book babble about that, I'm happy to have that um again, this is not projecting my religion, it's not projecting my beliefs, but if you're into the whole like manifestation or kind of like into that mind switch game, this book was really revolutionary to me in how I really shifted my perspective. And so when I was reading this book, along with getting your topic requests, and then listening to all these podcasts from Jay Shetty on purpose, and all the other wonderful other, um, I guess, podcasts and YouTubers that are kind of like within that realm of thought leadership and Um, you know, uh, I guess, manifestation, like whatever you want to call it, right? Um, The common thing that was coming up in all of these things was expectation. So I took it as a sign where it's like, okay, I feel called that I really need to sit down and, and analyze what is this saying? Maybe I need to learn a perspective shift or a lesson about expectation. If you are part of the Bar Babble community, you know that I had an episode at the beginning of the season talking about manifesting my five-year plan, and I kind of went down the list. Um, obviously, there were some things that I didn't like openly share to the specifics, such as you know money and and stuff like that, but I pretty much shared you know, the, the main juicy things and kind of like the, like the five, um, was it five? I would say like the different, um, components or categories of my life. Like let's say a home or a relationship like love. Like I I definitely went down each of the different elements. So I had like love relationships. I had home on there. I had like materialistic things such as like a dog and a car and like, um, obviously like my career and like how I wanted to be and things like that. So I went down all of those main points, but obviously some of the, some of the specifics were just obviously a personal thing. If you listen to the episode, you must have heard that some of it I crossed out or some of it just did not resonate with me at this point in my life and kind of, you know, going back and doing kind of like the Steve Jobs spiel of like, if you're having a hard time, you know, in your life moving forward, sometimes you have to go backwards and connect the dots or kind of like reverse engineer your life. And this book, Conversations with with God, talked about like if you're feeling kind of like, you know, having that imposter syndrome or like you just don't, it's not clicking for you, instead of thinking of that idea of like, okay, I want to have, let's say, a car. Instead of thinking of like, okay, I want to have a car. Let me, you know, do the things that I need to do. Um, The whole book was basically saying like reverse engineer it instead of thinking of the car. Think about, you know, who's that person that has that car, whether it's a Tesla or whatever bougie car that you want, you want, or even if it's just like a truck, whatever it is, or a vintage car that you collect, whatever it is. You know, you have to really become that person that owns that car and that kind of like reverse engineers how you can basically quote unquote manifest or get or attain whatever, insert the word that relates to you, that materialistic thing or that goal, whatever it is. And so this whole concept really was coming out when it came about expectations, because when I, I've been in a season of, um, I feel like I've been stuck, but at the same time, now that I've, 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 I'm on the other side of the stuckness, I have so much clarity, y'all's, as to you know why my life has pivoted dramatically and drastically in the past three years, yet alone year, yet alone six months. Um, it's wild and amazing how sometimes when you're in the thick of it, when you're in that mud and that icky like darkness, you really don't see the light of day. You just have to go through it. But once you're on the other side, you I had a Eureka moment where everything came together. So, if you listen to that podcast episode, you might have heard that there were some things that no longer resonated with me. And it's 100% true. Like, for example, um, there were some materialistic things that I I obviously were not like, I have to have this. But when I was reviewing my Pinterest um, board that I totally forgot, and I had also kind of like, oh, my dream board for like the next five to 10 years, there were obviously like some materials materialistic things on there. Let's say like a Chanel purse or whatever that was. And now I'm like, what is the intent of that? Like, it's just going to be like, I don't go out anywhere. Like, it's just going to be dusty in my closet, even though, hey, if I get it, cool. But then now it's just like, I don't need it, you know? So there are some things where I was just like, okay, some of these things, it's great to have. And so I feel like this whole experiment or this whole kind of like mindset sh- mindset shift kind of helped me really detach from being so obsessed with getting these goals, whether it's a materialistic thing, whether it's a status, whether it's just a goal that you have for yourself, a vision for you have for yourself, because those expectations, even, you know, whether it is a Chanel purse, whether it's a fancy car, or even if it's that dream job, sometimes I realize that they're, the, the way that you are deciding those goals are actually limiting you from achieving you know, your dream life or a dream that you could, po- like, you couldn't even possibly imagine that it's like, oh my God, I'm like the luckiest girl in the world. So here's the whole thing. So um, I, let me, let me try to like reframe it where I, I know that I talked about this in a different podcast episode. It's like for all my, all my foodies. Um, I, like, I, I want to make sure that it's very clear that, so I want to make sure that I started from a very clear point of view. So let's back up. Let's let's talk a little bit about me, and maybe when I talk about me, you can relate and kind of see, and we can be like a mirror for each other, right? So a little bit about myself, especially if you're new. I am an overachiever. I am a previous people pleaser, like I'm a recovering people pleaser, but now I don't give a fuck, um, and I expect a lot from myself, about myself, and to myself, and when I mean that, like I don't want to put 100%, I put in 200%. Where I like, like to me, the way that I was operating before, it's like if I don't feel like I went to war with something, look, if I don't feel tired, if I don't feel like I crawled, then I did not deserve X, Y, and Z promotion, materialistic thing, relationship. Like I thought that I had to suffer in order for me to obtain a certain status or to obtain a reward. And so I expect so much of myself where it's like I'm just an overachiever slash perfectionist and i'm obviously not i like i'm a recovering uh perfectionist people pleaser whatever you want to call it and just like deadpool from that marvel movie maximum effort um side babble by the way i have been into the whole marvel series and i'm starting like a whole binge marathon situation if you want to see my journey with that and if you're a marvel geek nerd like me now Um, comment down below and also, um, you know, follow me on Instagram and let me know, like, I want more of your Marvel series or whatever it is because I, like, it's a whole different adventure. Anyway, back to the main babble. So that's a little bit about myself. I was always operating from a point of view where I need to be an overachiever in order for me to achieve these goals or to get a reward or to just obtain whatever it is that I'm working hard towards, right? And so, and it has to be painful for some reason. Like, and I mean, like, not like you're bleeding out. Like what I mean, it's like, you have to like sweat. And like, yes, I'm not afraid of hard work. I think that is an admiral trait for any of my boss bitches that are listening. It is amazing that you're, you are, Uh, like you know how to work hard you're not afraid to get your hands dirty you started from the bottom and now you're over here like I love that for you that is amazing but here's something that I've learned lately is sometimes when you expect so much of yourself when you have that expectation like for me it, it, it's kind of like I have tunnel vision. Like, it's like, okay, let's let's say that when, like, the 21-year-old Lucy, I had a goal that I wanted to be a manager by, by 25 at this, like, luxury hotel. And I was. And I hit that mark by 24. The thing was, I was so focused on that goal that nothing else mattered, that I was not living. I was living in Miami in a world where people go there to vacation people love to go there people love to see my life on social media and I wasn't even I worked on the beach but I never went to the beach for fun for pleasure nothing I was constantly working and even though yes that's amazing that I was able to fulfill that goal a year earlier I I remember when I left Miami after six years living there I remember like holding my cry and just feeling like I did not live. Like I worked here. I worked so hard and I'm 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 on a new journey. I moved back to LA and I was like there were moments and like when I was in that Uber, I was like looking at the different places I never went there. I never did this. I never did this. And because I put so much expectation on myself on that one goal, I never really opened myself up to the possibilities of what Miami could offer me at that point in time when I was so young. So that was something that I realized looking, you know, that's like 10 years ago where I was like, damn, like that's an amazing thing to be you know hard at work and to really get your hands dirty especially when you're in the first critical like five years after college and you really want to make your your a a name for yourself and you're hardworking and you're very disciplined and you're very like um you know regimen when it comes to you know goal setting or whatever it is right but then I really wasn't open to all the other possibilities. I remember turning an opportunity down because in my eyes, I wanted to stay at that hotel that I was working at and I wanted to be a manager at that specific hotel. And there was an offer that came and I declined it because I felt like I was... I had to be loyal and I was like, nope, I have to achieve it only this way. So that's a great example of like when you have an expectation for yourself, you're not really opening yourself up to other possibilities that come into your life. You just don't know if God, the universe, your higher being, source, whatever that you believe in is saying, hey girl, that's amazing. I see yourself working so hard with towards that goal you are aligning yourself towards to be a manager director whatever it is a boss bitch but hey there is actually a better opportunity for you over here I'm gonna come like I'm there's another door there's another pathway and I don't have regrets. I don't have any regrets. I feel like everything is aligned and nothing is a coincidence. Everything is meant to be how it's supposed to be. But that was just something that just came to my mind where I was like, damn, like I had such an expectation for myself with just with that example that, you know, like, that, that opportunity might have let me stay an extra like three years there or whatever it is. But again, I'm, I'm kind of glad that, you know, it happened and unfolded the way that it did, because then I would have never gotten to LA and and pivot my career and spend more time with family and, and be in LA. So that was an, an example of that. Um, when I was also kind of looking at, you know, that five-year plan, Thinking about the next five years and also looking at my resolutions, looking at my vision boards, because I've been just in a season of stuckness and a season of pause for the past six to nine months where it's been, it's it's kind of unexpected. Like I had another expectation for this year and obviously a year ago from this date, I had a whole different expectation of how... <clears throat> the year would unfold. So I just, you know, things kind of were out of my hands with a lot of situations. And I was just like, Okay, what is what is this, you know, I, if I'm called to pause, if I'm called to be in the stuckness, then I have to be in the stuckness, because maybe there's something I need to reframe, maybe it's, you know, my mindset, that's, holding me back from operating at a different level so if you listen to a different podcast for all my foodies out there a different episode I mentioned this example before where it's like if you're a foodie and you love to try different restaurants and different cuisines think of this example of like when you go to a new restaurant that you don't know sometimes if you do go online whether you read the reviews you hear it from a friend or a family or you go online There are some biases, whether you read a review, you hear it from somebody that you trust or somebody that, you know, has the same taste as you. Or sometimes if you go online and you see that restaurant, you're like, oh, that reminds me of another place that I went to and I had a horrible experience. So, you know, unconsciously, sometimes you're just like thinking, oh, that relates to something that has happened to me before. Now I'm going into this restaurant with an expectation of like, it's going to go bad. And so you're just looking, you're just, you're preparing yourself. You're preparing yourself for the shoe to drop, or something bad to happen. Most likely something is going to happen. Or, you're just operating from a state of fear where you're like you know what I don't want to waste my money because last time I went to a restaurant that looked exactly like this that had the same cuisine whether it was like food poisoning or like you were overcharged or something like that and you're like I don't want to go there like I would rather just go to like my safety zone and go to like you know um a restaurant that I always go to every single week and let's just let's just go to Outback or whatever it is right so that's that that's a one main example that I can um kind of Take with you when you're talking about expectations is sometimes you're operating from a level of other people's biases or even your own past biases from a state of fear. So two things from that. So let me kind of like repeat that in case it didn't like sink in. When you're going to the restaurant, right? You either you know have advice from number one, reading the reviews or hearing it from you know a close personal family friend, and you're like, Oh, they said that it was so 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 you're kind of tiptoeing around it, right? Or you're operating from a state of fear. And you're like, Nah, I'm just gonna go to my comfort zone. I don't want to I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to take that risk tonight. I don't really feel like it. But you're limiting yourself because that expectation, that bias that you got from other people, um, or that expectation because from something that happened before in the past is basically building an expectation in the present moment of from for you to either experiencing something wonderful, whether it's a brand new cuisine, a different, you know... Um, a new experience, meeting new people, getting out of your comfort zone, or kind of just eradicating that past bias or that past fear and be like, oh damn, that was just a fluke. That was a different restaurant. That was one time, but this is a whole different experience. And you could be, you know, you could find your new thing, your your new comfort food, your new favorite cuisine, or your new weekly you know, a restaurant that you go to with your partner. So that's another example of how an expectation can definitely limit you is sometimes having that expectation. We are sometimes built to be conditioned by other people's expectations, whether it is a family member, whether it's a friend, whether it's your society with your surroundings. I grew up in Los Angeles. And so those expectations were conditioned in me to kind of operate from a materialistic um, world and vain world where that's why I have like a love-hate relationship with Los Angeles because it's kind of like everything growing up was all about the status and the car, kind of car that you like everything was about how it looked where your kids went to school like what was the name of it are they going to an Ivy League school like what were your parents doing how did you look did you have the newest set of jeans like you have to like compete with this materialistic world and there were moments in my twenties where I was operating from that expectation of like, damn, like I have to have this status. I have to look the part because that was the expectation of other people. It's eleven eleven. If you heard my alarm, I, if you've been following me on, on Instagram, you know that I've been putting an alarm on my phone for eleven eleven, And I have a little thing that says I am successful. So that in the middle of the day, if I'm feeling a little bit like blah, that's like a little reminder being like, girl, like you got that. So if you heard a little dun, 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 possible situation that's my alarm <laughs> um anyway and feel free to take that with you um if that's something we're like damn like I've been feeling stuck in, in an imposter syndrome or like yeah Lucy like my expectations have been limiting me take out your phone right now I will wait girl or put a pause on this in this episode and set an alarm on your phone and label it with a mantra of of whatever it is, like, let's say that your goal is to get a promotion, to get a car, to be a writer, to get in a relationship, put whatever mantra, um, you know, aligns with that goal so that whenever you're going throughout the day, it's like a little pop-up from the universe or something like that when it catches you off guard. So that was my little 11 for you all today. So do as you want to do if that was helpful for you. Anyway, back to the whole babble. Um, where was I? So, um, we talked about that food, the expectation. We talked about the fear, which I talked about Miami. Um, anyway, yeah. So you you just don't know. And and uh, growing up in LA, I had that expectation of of operating from that lens, operating from, you know, the society, my community, my family, like where I grew up, that was their expectation. And, but that was limiting me, you know, like instead of me focusing on living or being open to possibilities, I was so focused on the status of achieving that goal. Um, because I did have an ex-boyfriend that did tell me like, oh girl, you can't do it. So that's a whole different spiel. But anyway, um, yeah, like that was, that was, that was it. And so don't operate from the from this level of expectations because sometimes your expectations are a conditioning from your past self from your friends from where you grew up from your community from your parents and remember their expectation is different from yours you have to kind of detach yourself from you know and under really understand like what is something that is resonating with me right now. What is something that is aligned with who I want to be and who I am right now because their expectation is their expectation. That's something different from mine. And so instead of coming from a place of like, damn, this is what I expect, even going into a relationship, you're like I expect this person to do this. You're limiting that person. What if you're like, oh, I expect my boyfriend or my partner Love is love, y'all. We're all welcome here whoever it is that you let's just say your partner um I expect my person to buy me flowers for my birthday and what if you didn't get flowers and then you're like damn I didn't get flowers so now my heart is broken blah 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 what if that person bought a field for you and planted a mango tree and a whole harvest and there's egg like chickens and whatever and like bought you land with like a farmhouse where you could make your own freaking rose garden and you're like oh shit like you you know what i mean like instead of that expectation of like oh my god like i i want flowers how come you didn't get me flowers you just don't know that there might be Open and other possibilities that are even bigger than your quote unquote expectation. So that's kind of like my little spiel about why expectations are actually limiting you from number one, being open to other opportunities. There is no one way to do something, there is no right or wrong. That's something that I also learned from the book Conversations with God and also from just my personal journey. What may be wrong for you five years ago may be right for you right now what may be quote-unquote wrong for somebody looking from the outside is actually right for you right now for example if I'm in a in a in an introverted homebody season where I'm just like no I don't want to go out right now but your friends love you and they're like no Lucy you have to go out like we have to do this it's not healthy they may think like it's wrong, but in my mind, I'm like, no, this is what I want. This is what's right for me. I'm just going through a personal journey where I want to celebrate the season of Lent and just be very in that introspective world. I don't want to go out. I don't want to be partying. I don't want to drink. This is what I want to do. And I'll holler at you whenever, you know, in- extroverted Lucy is ready to rock and roll. But right now, I'm in a season of, re- of reflection, of being very introspective, of being in that in the moody zone and kind of just being in that creative field of just planning and that may be right for me because that's what I need to do right now in order for me to get to the other side and that's exactly what I did and so remember there's no right or wrong don't use your expectations or don't have that expectations because you just don't know where that's coming from you could be having that expert expectation operating from a place of fear operating from the old version of you that is no longer resonating with how you're operating now or where you need to be, or even from the expectations of other people that, you know, you were conditioned into and you just haven't realized it. So that's kind of a little bit something that I wanted to share when it came to expectation. Um, And the whole eureka moment that came up for me, I posted this on my stories where I was feeling a little bit confused. Come January after my little hiatus vacation when I was off social media um it felt like there was just more obstacles I had another obstacle like family matter on in January after my birthday and then February I just kind of like fully immersed myself in work um and I didn't really have a moment to really find that clarity and I was kind of a little confused as to what direction I'm gonna go and it didn't hit me until the very end of March where Y'all, everything came together where all the pieces of the puzzle that were floating in my head from the past 10 years or even from the past how many months where I've been kind of circling with, what's my next move? What's my next pivot? Like, how am I going to do this? Like, what's going to feel right? Uh, It didn't hit me until the very end of March. And I was watching Second Act, that movie with J-Lo and Vanessa Hudgens. I've watched that movie before, but it came up that night. And for some reason, I was like, let me just watch it. I, I think I missed a portion of that movie when it was on TV. So I was like, let me watch it from the beginning to the end. When I watched that movie, it was almost like a sign from God, universe, higher source, whatever you want to call it, where that word, the title of the movie, Second Act, resonated with my heart and I was like that was the answer that I've been looking for where I've been operating from a place of fear and it's normal especially from 2020 when we came all into that year saying this is gonna be the best year because all the holidays aligned and all of the the fun holidays are on the weekend and taco Tuesdays on a Tuesday or like Cinco de Mayo and taco Tuesday like we were all like having these big expectations and people had a lot of weddings and there were a lot of things and and plans in the works i re- like don't y'all were there right and, but then you know the world paused and we had this expectation of like damn and it, it it completely was you know taken away from us like all the excitement all the plans all of that and it's normal to come from a place of fear especially from the past three years when if things haven't been going your way or if you just don't want to be scarred or you just are like, damn, like, it hurts. It hurts that my wedding was canceled or it hurts that I never got to see my family during that time or it hurts that, you know... I never got to um, have my family at my wedding, everything was Zoom, or I had to get married in my backyard, like, you know, like, there were so many different instances, and different things, and people had a lot of expectations, and so it's normal to come from a state of fear, or to come from a state of survival, especially when you were in a season, to do what you had to do to, to survive, but when I saw that movie, and I, I, I saw those words, second act, something in my brain clicked. And I was like, holy shit. It's been over a decade from me literally moving and living in three different states in the past over 10 years. I've lived in LA, I've lived in Miami, and I've, I've lived in New York. I've built and I've made my mark in those cities. I pivoted in my career maybe two to three times. I've also survived going through the pandemic in New York City, you And at that time, I didn't even see my family for years. And I didn't have any family in New York at that moment in time. And so I was like, for me to go through that season of like, I'm operating from a state of fear, I'm operating from a state of survival, because it's like, you have so many goals, aspirations, expectations, and then the state of the world happened with when things can't be in like in your control. it's normal to feel that way of like limiting yourself so that you don't get hurt again, or that you, you know, you're coming from like, again, that old version of you, that old expectation because of a past trigger. And so now that I've come out of it and I'm like, wait a second, you know, like we're no longer in 2020 mode. We may be in kind of in a little bit of a pandemic world or whatever it is. And there's still a lot of things going on. But if I was able to survive that, now it's time for me to thrive. And so it didn't click until I saw those words from that movie where everything clicked for me, where I was like... There were some things on that five-year mark and now reviewing that after I saw that movie again, where I was like, I'm operating from a state of survival. I'm operating from a state of fear. I'm operating from that old version of myself. And now that I'm thinking differently, especially taking time to really recalibrate my brain to shift the perspective. And after reading that book, Conversations with God, I was like, I've been either number one making a decision from my past self that no longer resonates with who I am now and where I'm going or two I've been operating from a state of fear and now that I know that I have to move with love and in order for me to just be expansive I can't think that I'm limited I can't be like oh you know like this is it like because the state of the world no like there's really more opportunities out there you just have to really be open to it and let me tell you all once that clicked for me and once I saw the picture in my brain of how why things were set up the way that it is, why I was going through a period of stuckness, why things weren't really working out for me, why everything was on hold in every aspect of my life, then that's when I was like, that's because I was operating from a place of fear and I was operating from a past bias and a past expectation for myself that just no longer resonates with who I am right now and where I'm going to be. So babblers, here's the babble of the day. In what part of your life do you have a set expectation for? So do you feel like there's a part of your life where it's feeling a little bit stuck? where you're like, how come things are not going my way? That could be a relationship. That could be a friendship. That could be a job. That could even be in your business, whether you have a side hustle, that's your main hustle. That could even be family matters, or even if you're thinking of like a move, whether you've been trying to purchase a home or anything like that. So take a moment to really see where's that moment of stuckness, because maybe it's that expectation that you have for yourself or on that item that expectation of that on that person, the expectation of that goal, maybe that's actually what is keeping you stuck. So take a moment to really see where is there a moment in your life where there's a little bit of stuckness and see what is the expectation that you have on that area of your life. So take a moment, journal about it, observe that expectation and see if you are number one, operating from a place of fear why are you expecting so much from that person why are you expecting so much from that friend why are you expecting so much from that job right um you know and or if it's not fear maybe you're uh, coming from a place of an expectation from other people's biases or their own expectations or from the past version of you for example in friendships i've I've gone through uh, many friendships and I feel like I'm coming out of a cycle where I know who my poor people are like my tribe, my ride or die, my 2 a.m. friends, my 4 a.m. friends, like like the people that I can call in, in life or death situations to bail me out. Um and I feel like, you know, coming from a place of like analyzing those friendships, some of the acquaintances that I've made in in any of these places in New York, LA, Miami. Either I've outgrown them and I've only kept them around because I'm operating from a place of fear of like, oh, I'm I'm going to disappoint them, I'm going to hurt them, or I'm going to run out of friends, instead of looking at the situation of like, wait a second, I have all these core wonderful friends, but let me put all my time and effort into the people that have stuck by me, or let me network, let me go to the gym and take a class, or let me let me let me go to like a social or a meetup or like volunteer and be open to other people. I, I can't come from a place of being so, uh, from a place of fear of like, oh, I'm gonna run out of friends, I'm gonna be lonely or I'm gonna hurt that person. No, I have to look at it from the perspective of, If I know who my core friends are, then I can put so much more effort into these friendships moving forward. And let me tell you all, this is going to lead to the second episode that has also been another requested episode of like healing childhood wounds. When I, you know, was going through a lot, I had a death in the family last year. That's a whole different episode. So wait for that. I was cultivating so much in the current relationships that let me tell y'all how much it has improved you know those friendships and even family relationships. And so it's and it's amazing because if you really take out the noise and the people that don't serve you or those relationships because it doesn't resonate with who you are and where you're going, it, the it it you feel so fulfilled because of what you're putting in and what you're getting back, and so that's an example of how you know having that expectation on certain people, you know, things, a job, or whatever it is, can be limiting you from all the endless possibilities that are out there and from anything out there that is actually for you. You may just be, you know, thinking that you know, oh, I just deserve this or the state of the world or whatever it is. No. Remember, um, in the book that I read, Conversations with God, a key takeaway is problems and obligations you shouldn't be looking at it as a problem and you shouldn't be looking at it as an obligation oh that's been my friend for 10 years i'm obligated to stay in this friendship i'm obligated because i'm loyal no you have to look at problems and obligations and as an opportunity what is this opportunity teaching you is it an opportunity as a tool to use in the next state of your life is it an opportunity for you to be like wait a second this friendship, I bless this friendship, I love this person, I admire this person, but we're just not aligning, I need to to go because it's actually hindering me, it's actually limiting me from experiencing, you know, other people and being open to conversations and also potentially networking with other people that might bring you to your next destination. So look at kind of like where is that area in your life where you're feeling stuck? Look at what the expectation that you're putting in. Analyze if it's coming from a place of fear or from a past or other person's bias and see if it's a problem or obligation. Look into if there's an opportunity for you to, number one, use it as a tool in the next stage of your life or if that's an opportunity for you to look at other possibilities and to shift your brain to look at life with a different lens. So now I want to leave you with a piece of love and light because I know that that can be a lot to kind of like un- unravel or a-, a lot to kind of just to kind of like let that marinate in your brain. So kind of, you know, uh, take 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 that away. Listen to this podcast again if, you know, if you're like, "Wait a second, this it's hitting me, but it hasn't really clicked yet. The puzzles haven't like I I don't see the clear picture." Listen to it again or really take a moment to just kind of let it marinate to kind of just journal with it be on your own and to kind of also apply those other examples that I had and use me as a mirror of how that can also apply to your life maybe the examples of the friendship the relationship of an ex-boyfriend telling you like no girl you can't and maybe that like those words of like you can't you're just so focused of like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it instead of being open to the other possibilities you were basically just running on his expectation or running on those like words that were haunting you and even though you may have achieved that goal you you know may have hindered other possibilities that came came up for you but you know use the different examples that I babbled about whether it's about a friendship a relationship a job a move um you know these other elements and and see how that can apply into your life so I want to leave you with some positivity so that you know you feel a little bit like a pep in your step so here's a big takeaway from the book. Like I mentioned, problems and obligations are opportunities. Opportunities to look at the problems and the stuck situations or the boxes that you were put in as a tool that is teaching you something. Right? Um, it's it's making you into something or squeezing you into some into seeing life into a different perspective. Think of it as like a limbo when you're kind of going down the limbo and like the the, the limbo bar keeps going lower and lower and lower you're operating and you're bending and you're squeezing your body from somebody else who's controlling that expectation of the limbo bar and then you're squeezing your body you're being so uncomfortable until you see the ground and that's all you can see you're like oh this is my new expectation this is what I'm I'm worth and you're you're basically operating from that point of view until you're like this hurts this this doesn't feel right this doesn't feel organic like I like my body isn't need to like squeeze into a box and so sometimes a life please you into certain situations for you to be like wait a second there has to be another side there has to be another door there has to be a different perspective so kind of look into that moment and see where the teaching opportunities are if you are that workaholic a busy go-getter just like me and you've been feeling drained or feeling like there's really no fulfillment in your life you're basically not getting anything from Anything, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, a job, a business, whatever it is, see where that stuckness is coming from and use that opportunity as a tool to observe if you are operating from a place of fear or limited bias from the past version of you or even of others and use that to align with the best version of yourself because maybe it's time to step into the second act of your life. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you love this conversation, make sure to give us five stars and leave a review so that we can continue to be a valuable resource for others just like you. Were you able to make it through the entire episode without answering any phone calls, texts, DMs, or tweets? Let the peeps know what you were up to. Take a screenshot of this show, share on your social media, or send a link of this episode so you can let the peeps know you are hanging out with Lucy at the virtual bar. As always, I want to take a moment of gratitude and thank you for listening and supporting our show. As you know, everything I create is made with a heart full of gratitude, Wi-Fi, and a little bit of whiskey. That's it for today's babble. Till next time.